Brad and Court Talk, Sci-Fi's Day of the Dead, presented by PureFandom.com. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast. Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome back to the, well, not quite scenic town of Maywinahawken, Pennsylvania. Come for the smelt town charm and stay for the undead. Ah, uh, the undead. I'm just going to pour one out for Trey right now. Man. Yeah, I was kind of hoping he'd make a comeback. Well, <laughs> some sort of comeback. Just, hey, yeah, right. do something, Trey. <laughs> make it happen. I don't know. So, yeah, like I wondered, uh, he actually didn't come back to life. Like, it was, I, the, the whole thing of when you reanimate is up in the air. We're not really sure on that one. Yeah, I mean, if we tried it, I guess it's different for everybody. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's my guess. Depending on how long, I don't. I don't know. See, like I said, like I mentioned before, there was something I was watching that they were doing like a time trial to see when people would reanimate and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know. At least it's not like some zombie movies where, bam, you get bit and you're done right away. <laughs> yeah. Like you, I need a head start. Yeah. It's, let me run faster. At least they're not running after you. That's always a good thing too. Okay. Anyhow, before we break down this episode, just want to remind everybody, check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And Court, how can uh, good people reach us? Well, you can find me on Twitter. and at Jindev. He's Brad BB. You won't really find him on Twitter, but y'all just go ahead and tweet him. Just tweet him so many times, and uh, he'll, he won't read it. I don't know. Um, I may get the message. Him. No, he'll, he'll get the message, and I send him links to Twitter sometimes right. that will make him come back. Yeah. Like, not on purpose, just because I like sharing stuff. I'm like, hey, Brad, read this thing. Yep. And he'll go then, and he'll see your message then. You so, can, y'all, say you, hi to Brad on uh, Twitter. <laughs> you can definitely find me on Instagram, though, because I'll be there because I post stuff on Instagram. Yes. You know, my doing some projects, got that going on, doing some weightlifting, got that going on. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be, you're up to three gallons of water now. Yeah. You don't have to tell me how that is. Exciting! Like a day. How are you doing that? Well, it's for that. For the, um, for the, it was for that competition I was doing. It wasn't fun. It was bad, but you know. Yeah, I mean, but you made it work, and I, I always appreciate your dedication. Like I'm so bad at this. I started that Noom thing. Not that this is related to what we're talking about, but that's it helps. It's helping me keep track of everything I'm eating and yep. trying to uh, you know drink on my water. I'm gonna have to send you a picture of my water bottle that I have that tells me how much you drink every hour. Like it's coming nowhere close to your three gallons. So. Yeah. No, you check out my Instagram there. You see, that I, I got some uh, pictures of some some of the woodworking stuff I've been working on. Um, some yeah. food things. I I got uh, some weightlifting stuff. Like I said, I got a four thirty uh, deadlift that I did not too long ago. Some back squats, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, Brad made these really awesome carved uh, not pumpkins, but they were like carved carved pumpkin esque things. They weren't shaped pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Um, kids love them. They keep playing with them. I got some Christmas and ones coming out too. So there we go. You do okay. I'll keep an eye out for them because they were really cool. Yep. So you find me there. All right, what yes. else you got? Now, if you want Pure Fandom, you can find Pure Fandom just about everywhere. Uh, Pure Fandom is on Twitter, Instagram, definitely Facebook. I need to talk to the girls about getting a TikTok. Am I going to be in charge of the TikTok? No. Probably. I like to watch. <laughs> no, I like to watch. You can I'm make sorry. all the talk I, I don't put out the content. Like, I'm going uh, <laughs> to see if Meg will do it, and then she can do all, like, the Taylor Swift and all that other stuff. There you go. <laughs> all right, so, yeah. 
but follow us um, on Facebook if you are still there. We have a couple of different groups over there. Um, we have our Fan Van Helsing group and Brad Sport Talk Facebook group. And, of course, the regular Peer Fandom page where, um, you know, all the writers are able to put all their different work there. And you can talk about all the different shows that you're watching. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, can. Mm-hmm. Sure can. All right. So, Brad, this episode was, whoa, it's 107 already. How? I know. I don't know how we got <laughs> uh, there. This episode was 107. It was titled, Their Evil Was Our Evil. The survivors used a department store, fancy that, um, as a fortress as they face new threats from within. Paula struggles to maintain her role as leader of the survivors, even though she's dealing with, of course, the death of her husband. And her her son's not all that happy with her right now. Mm -hmm. Um, McDermott, even though, you know, we saw how he was, he's still fighting hard to escape. Yes, oh, he is. And Blackwood, our girl, she's back this week, and she goes to visit her grandma, and we get some awesome backstory. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Yeah. I like this episode. It was kind of cool. Uh, yeah. We Luke and Cam, right at the beginning, come running out to the front of the store where we find Trey Dad, R.I.P. Trey, and mm-hmm. wonder if this ever going to come out that Trey wasn't his father. Is that ever going to be anything? I just keep I wondering. I hope not. Because the only person who knows now besides Paula is Pops. Right. And I don't like Pops. No, I don't think anybody does. Uh, they end up, you know, ceremoniously burying Trey in a trash can. Ooh. Lauren steps up and gives a little speech, but then brings out how, you know, being in a better place might not be where Trey is, but hey, they owe it to him to survive anyhow. And then Paula road flares Trey, since it's the only thing that we know that works, kind of, sort of, but they don't know it, but it makes sense. Burn everything, and it's good. Usually, you know, you burn it, it's fine. It's not coming back. I don't know if it's enough, but, you know, there's that. Luke isn't very happy about the whole thing about his uh, father being burnt a lot, burnt dead in a trash can. I mean, yeah, I, I see where he's coming from, and I really wish Bobby had just given him a moment. <laughs> Because he comes up with Mindy still wiggling in the bag. And that reminds me of Return of the Living Dead. Right. Like one of my favorite, favorite, uh, you know, reanimated dead movies. Yeah. <laughs> Where, of course, you know, they go to the crematorium. Mm-hmm. Oh, I and, totally uh, know. Like, you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So for the people in the back who don't know, who have not seen this movie a billion times, like me and Brad, um, like, I'm not going to tell you all the whole story, but there's a crematorium involved. And, um, like, the main characters, they try to burn the dead. And you and I both know what happens when you try to burn the dead and the things go up. It actually so made know, things you, worse. Is that, that going to happen here? I don't think it is because it's already happening. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, Return of Living Dead. It's it's They burned a the body, and, and, and the ashes go and cause the rain, and that reanimates everybody. <laughs> it's basically kind of the same thing almost. But, yeah, it's you don't do it. There's but it was still in this rain, man. It burns. Yeah. It burned. It was still funny because it, they had all the body parts in a bag to transport, and they were all just moving around the same way that you know it was. But Bobby's exactly. like, condolences. I gotta get rid of this. Sorry. <laughs> I, I really like Bobby. He's that man. He he knows what his purpose is, and like he he just you know he goes about his business. Yeah. And he's up on the roof taking pot shots at zombies, and he's a good shot. I mean, it doesn't really knock him out or anything, but. He does know that, you know, headshots don't work, so he tells you that right off the bat. And you got to mm-hmm. put them down on the ground so you can take care of them. But he's he's got it going on. He, he kind of, he, he's a good survivor. He's got this. Exactly. 
Like I would not mind being in a zombie apocalypse with Bobby. Like at my, not at my back because I don't want my back to anybody. Oh, no. No. <laughs> but he can be beside me. He's good there for relief, definitely. Exactly. Uh, we we find out a little about the falling out between Cam and Luke revolved around the time that Cam's mom died. Um, mm-hmm. Luke gave him a little bit of grief. Everything's got to go back to you. I'm like, dude, where were you when my mom died? Oh, at least I'm here for you. So we yeah. have that. Uh, our girl. Well, I'm, I'm glad Cam can be there for him, and like they, they're actually talking now. Because when we first started the, the show, like Cam was kind of being bullied by Luke and Trent. Right. And that wasn't good at all. Okay, our girl Warren is having a little bit issues there. Her hands got a tremor going on. That's not good at all. No, no, no. So uh, well, I'm wondering now: Are we seeing the effects of the bite on her? So though she's not turning, something is she going to turn into ash? I don't know. That wound that she has isn't looking that great either. I'm saying, like, are we going to get like an Evil Dead two scene in this? It, we could. It's a possibility. You never know. Um, One of my favorite moments of this episode was when she and Herb were talking. And, of course, Herb is is like the walking, not walking dead, but he's the walking wounded. So we we see that he's been hurt and, um, like, he needs her help. She helps sew him up. But her hand starts to do some things on its own. Well, Well, he didn't want um, Jay to see that he was hurt. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, and she, she doesn't take the oxy for herself, gives it to Herb. Herb, mm-hmm. and he, you know, tells him he packs a punch, and then he kind of looks like he passes out a little bit, and that's when her hand does her own little thing. Yeah, and like she really, she cuts him with those super sharp scissors. But she, or, I wanted to say she cut him. Her her hand cut. Him. But she didn't cut him because it looked like she was cutting him. But then when it panned back, I didn't see the blood there, or did I miss it? Oh, I thought she drew blood. Well, she was having flashbacks about getting bit, so I didn't know if that was part of the thing either. It was like her what her hand wanted to do versus what she did. Oh, maybe that's right. Like because I was like, wait a minute, she's drawing blood. All right, I'm, I'm down with you then. Okay. Yeah, if it was like a whole different, you know, McDermott thing going she's on. Things. Yeah, it's yeah. like the two different zombie half and, and, and Warren half are just going to town there. So right. I, I didn't know which one they got going on, but I hated that he was still being judgy, like while she was helping him. <laughs> right. I was like, you you turned her in, and like she she still she's helping you, and like he he's still being a total jerk to her. And, and he's well, like, well, didn't it turn out better for you this way? Because if I had sent you to rehab, you would have been out in so many days. Whereas now, look at you, you're out, you're clean, you have a job. Well, yeah, he was trying <sighs> to justify like what he did. Amy goes to talk to Jay, and he says that they weren't supposed to get married. See, everything happening, that points out, everything that's going on. We weren't supposed to get married today. That's it. That's all it is, woman. He also says, you know, you keep shutting me down every time I want to do something. Didn't want my parents here. Your dad doesn't like me. You wanted to be with Sean. And then she changes that around and said, no, I want to marry you. And... He's, you know, listing off all the faults he's got, and she ends up kissing him. And so they kind of made up a little bit there. And that's so weird to me because everything he said, like, that's what we've been shown since the beginning of the show. I completely thought, like, she was hooking up with John. I didn't think she wanted to get married to him. And, like, I, just, I didn't know why she was going through with the wedding. Right. But, like, in this episode, like, right here, apparently she really loves him. 
Like she was, she's going through her own things, especially with her dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So those two crazy kids are in love again, and it looks like they're going to make it happen in the zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we do see that uh, Blackwell made it out of the factory uh, is on the way home to Grandma's, who is smoking and cooking and telling somebody on TV not to kiss that guy because it's their brother. Mm-hmm. I don't know what channel she was watching, but it had to be interesting. I'm so proper. <laughs> yeah. She's ready to go there. She's got this big old meat cleaver mm-hmm. ready to take out anybody coming in and sees that her granddaughter's in the doorway and just she kind of passes out. Yeah. And, like, we find out that it's been a couple of years since Grandma has seen Sarah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been three years, and... I love the story of Granny telling how all the fracking places are the issue with everything around mm-hmm. town. It's getting into water, everything else. And, you know, Jerry down the street blew up when he was uh, smoking and while brushing his teeth. Like, wait a minute, why was he smoking and brushing his teeth? Who does that? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. Don't worry about that. Study on what I'm telling you. <laughs> Yeah, she shows Granny the mask, and right away, <laughs> Granny wants to know where did that come from because that's where it should have stayed. Mm-hmm. Don't touch things that aren't used. Uh-huh. We find out the story about it being passed down, the story that has been passed down for generations about the settlers being torn apart. It was one of the settlers that died and came back, and together they managed to stop all of them except the first one, Cooper. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cooper's a very important thing here. Harry Cooper was the one of the people on Night of the Living Dead in the farmhouse. So yes. he was the jerk guy that was down in the in the cellar with mm-hmm. his family who said, you know, that we should all go in the cellar and wait it out. And oddly enough, had they have done what he said, they would have all survived. Yes, this is true. <laughs> but he was a jerk. They would have actually, if they all did that, they would probably go down there and kill each other. That's probably what would have happened. And in Day of the Dead, Major Cooper made an appearance as well. Sort of, kind of. His corpse made an appearance. He was the body that just, he was just a brain that was attached to a body that Dr. Logan had to experiment on. Okay, I so, remember this. So I like the whole tie back of Cooper into the whole zombie land. So it all it's all there. It's Cooper, all the Coopers are zombies. So that's it. I, I missed that. That was good catch, Brad. Yep. And they put the mask on his face as a warning that no one paid attention to. Uh, I mean, Sarah almost she tried to pay attention to it. Right. <laughs> but you no, know, I guess when she saw, maybe Grandma didn't tell her this story because if you tell me this story when I'm growing up, like as an urban legend and no campfire tales, and I fall into the ground and I see this dude, I'm I'm not calling the police. I'm calling Grandma. Well, she basically <laughs> said she just thought it was like a tale that they passed down to say that white people are crazy. So yeah, yeah. I mean, was, yeah, white white people do crazy things. Yeah, in, that was pretty much for everybody. She, right, that's what she said. It, it is crazy. So we just figured. It was just a warning. It was a, one of the other things she said. You know, they had God in heaven and all that stuff going on, but that didn't help any at all, so we just threw in the will. <laughs> so, 
So I like the fact that we got the backstory on how all that happened. That was kind of cool. Definitely, definitely. Oh. And um, also, we find out from Grandma that that Sarah she found out some information when she was in the military, and she blew the whistle on it. And mm-hmm. That's how she got kicked out of the military. And it seems like she's in a similar situation where you know she saw something, she said something, and now crap's going down. Yeah, now it backfired on her. Her grandma's like, next time, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> yeah, don't say anything. So, yeah, we'll just find out that. Yeah, and she's like, well, I think I think I should tell somebody what's happening now. And her grandma's like, no, you mm-hmm. should just leave. Right. You just need to leave in the morning. Back in the jail cell there, McDermott uh, wants his phone. And he's still mm-hmm. no, smart enough to know how to knock the pins out of the door that's holding him. But he loses a finger in the process. Which didn't really help him out. That was kind of cringy mm-hmm. right there. I was poke my finger up and knock the pen out. Yeah. And he, huh, I lost that. Uh, the foreman heads in there to talk to the smack on McDermott. And, you know, you're not getting out of your cage because my guys build it. And sure enough, at that moment, the door opens up and... Just like OG Bub from Day of the Dead, McDermott is able to get a hold of the foreman's gun and shoot it. Mm-hmm. And that kind of freaks and, and that one makes sense to me also because we know that McDermott was a police officer. Right. Yeah, so he knows how to do that. It was kind of interesting. He was dragging the burnt zombie out, though. I wonder mm-hmm. what that's about. We'll, we'll see soon. Yeah. It's kind of, it was interesting. Uh the foreman finds two guards, and they all unload on McDermott, and it doesn't work. Which, you know, that means it's just time to leave. Mm-hmm. You just don't stick around. But, however, him hiding underneath the bad, uh, dead body wasn't a bad idea, though, because it did, you know, get ignored that way. That's always the best right. thing you can do. <laughs> so, that's where we left them. Um, Paula is marrying Jay and Amy. And mm-hmm. gives and during the speech we have a flashback of that day, which explains mm-hmm. so much in this entire last couple episodes now. So McDermott and Blackwell were in a totally different timeline than the rest of the townspeople. And I totally missed that the first time I watched I, it. Well, like we had been talking and you were like, No, go back. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. I mean, when when you're watching the show, you don't really catch on to it because it's just like how everything plays out. They just they've just kept everything separated, and it's mm-hmm. I love how they did that and kept it going because up until this time we thought McDermott was going on with everything else, but that was the mm-hmm. previous day because we see them getting ready for the day while McDermott's uh, zombie zombie McDermott drops the burnt zombie into the hole, into the fracking water, which causes little smoke and the earthquake thing. Right. That then we see everybody at the beginning of the day having issues with. Mm-hmm. And especially when uh, Cam woke up and told his dad he was leaving, there was no one upstairs. Right, which I had remembered that moment from like the pilot episode, and I remember his dad being there and like not, him not calling out to him. Mm-hmm. So like the way they played this, it was it's so not it's so funny how they played this. Um, like it was playing a lot of tricks with you, um, but it makes sense because the way things have accelerated, like the way like the dead were able to, to rise up, 
it makes way more sense with this timeline. Right. Like um, the, they had the time for, you know, Sarah to find the body and Blackwood, not Black, Sarah and um, I'm going to call him Bub. Can't remember his, his last name right now. McDermott. Um, for him, McDermott. Yes. For him to pop up and, you know, for all that, because he got captured and, you know, not to call his son. And for, I guess, um, like the, the body for Cooper, Cooper's corpse to, to taint the entire water supply. Um, and we, I remember back in the uh, pilot episode when Lauren was, um, you know, handling the body for the funeral. Mm-hmm. Remember, she was embalming him yep. and like she she had used water. So right. like that explained like how he came about, like how he got reanimated. And of course, Cam, he was running the sprinklers at the cemetery. And so, of course, we know how the water got there. Right. And it's like we said with Return of the Living Dead, when they burnt the bodies, it released the trioxin. In, in that case, mm-hmm. up into the air that mixed with the water that brought the dead to life. It's the same thing right. here. Uh, Cooper went into the water. He fizzed up or whatever. We know, and that was a fracking thing, so we know how fracking works. They disrupt everything. and So all that water went everywhere else and got into the 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 land and everything else I right because so, um sarah's sarah's grandmother said that with right. the fracking they were messing up the water table yeah and it was part of the whole thing with uh jerry down the street blowing up because of that so right the zombie waters and everything everybody's infected don't drink the water drink bottled water <laughs> so why do you think mcdermott uh threw the body back down there like was he trying to did he think that would maybe stop everything I think it's a calling. I don't know. Like, he's he's one of the first, so he's right. he's bitten from the the first zombie. So I think right. there's more of a connection to him. Uh, mm-hmm. He's got he's closer in the bloodline, like a vampire thing. Right. I guess. Closer in the v- right. bloodline than the cemetery zombies, and it may have just been something he needs to go back to the spot or something like that. I I'm hoping they kind of explain that a little bit, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, there there okay. has to be a reason behind it. Yes. Our, the only other thought that I could think of was McDermott as a person remembered in his zombie brain. This is mm-hmm. where the original one came from. I need to put it back there. See, that, and that's where I was. Like, that's where I was with it. Like, because if he puts it back, then, like, maybe they, they won't find the body again. And, like, it won't cause further damage. Because at this point in the timeline, McDermott is the only other um, undead besides the, the corpse. Right. Right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's it. They're the only two there. So, yeah. Okay. And Blackwood so cool. wakes up in the morning and takes off in Granny's car. Yeah. And we, we don't know where she's going. Maybe she is going off. To you know, start a new life far yep. away <laughs> from Cooper. Yep. Uh, right before we leave, though, uh, Luke comes out to his mom, telling her that the one person he wanted to tell that he was gay to was his father, and who's dead in a dumpster. Yeah, he he lays a lot on her. Um, he tells her he's gay, and he also reveals that Trey was cheating with Nicole. Right. And yeah. she's oblivious to the entire thing because you know it's all about her. Yeah, I mean, it really is. Like, mm-hmm. if we go back a couple of episodes, like when Luke was in trouble, like she went to the police station and she sent Trey to get get Luke. Right. Like she didn't even go looking for her son. She yep. she went immediately back to work. Well, she had to be mayor. That's why. Yeah, yeah I mean, her, her priorities suck. So yeah, that conversation didn't end on a uh, positive note there, and 
I'm kind of thinking that may have had something to do also with uh, uh, Luke and Cam not talking, probably. I mean, maybe. Yeah, we don't know know. what happened to Trent either, so he's just out there in the wilderness area somewhere. Yeah, I mean, Trent took off. He was like, forget this. (laughs) We're splitting up, which in a horror movie, you usually don't want to do, but it may have worked out for Trent. I don't know. We might see him show up as The Walking Dead. We may see him show up as a daywalker, like in uh, Van Helsing. As a daywalker. Because <laughs> he was in Van Helsing, but okay. Mohammed, I've come. He's with Sam. Yeah, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we end with Bobby telling everybody the zombies are coming and heading towards the building. Dun, 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 dun. Yep. Like those zombies are making their way through town. Yes, it is. Things are getting hot and heavy. Mm-hmm. All right. You got anything else on this one? No. That was a good episode. Yes, it was. Definitely. I'm looking forward to the next one. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefanroad.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. Check out some of our older podcasts for Surreal Estate, Van Helsing, Why Don't Earp, The Magician, Swab Monkeys, Krypton, other stuff. And there are also a lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. We've done some interviews with some people, too. So go back and check those out. Mm-hmm. Some really cool ones. Mm-hmm. Fun. Um, if you have any thoughts or comments on this particular episode, what did you guys think of the timey wimeyness? Um, like, were you shocked when you found out? Like, oh, that happened a couple days ago. Not right. today. Um, let us know. Hit, hit me up on Twitter. Find Brad on Instagram. Come find us on Facebook. Well, find Pure Fandom on Facebook. Yep. On that one. All right. Well, until next time. Until next time. I don't really support this saying because I think people should, you know, see something, say something. But um, in the case of this zombie apocalypse, uh, snitches get stitched. (laughs) That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.